0: hello everybody welcome back to taskmaster is wonderful podcast i'm eric and today i am talking about taskmaster australia season one episode five called are you okay once again we have the taskmaster tom gleason his assistant tom cashman and the contestants danielle walker jimmy reese julia morris luke mcgregor and nina oyama Before we get into the tasks, let's take a quick look at Luke McGregor. He is an actor, writer, and comedian known for starring in the comedy series Utopia and Rosehaven. He's been in a bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, He started his comedy career in 2008 and he won the Best Newcomer Award at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in 2013 for his show My Soulmate is Out of My League. So there you go. That's just a real quick look at Luke McGregor. Starting off with the prize task, the most pretentious thing. What I wrote down... That's my idea for the most pretentious thing. I thought I would bring in a gilded portrait of myself, maybe like riding a horse or something. But I now realize that that would probably be more narcissistic than pretentious. Maybe if it was a portrait of myself reading some classic literature and like a big stack of like Shakespeare and Chaucer and... But just on a horse... No, I I think I would have uh, been in the the bottom couple of places here. Um, First, we see Nina brought in a gay toilet door. It was used in an art installation by her friend Ian. It came from one of the first gay nightclubs in King's Cross, which is a suburb in Sydney. And then she asked everybody for applause. And that gets her tons of pretentiousness points. Um, She gets four points for that. Luke brings in a $4,000 Ghostbusters proton pack just so they could claim the tax on it. And he didn't even actually bring that in. He just brought a backpack that looks like it. So he got one point. Two points goes to Julia, who brought in her higher school certificate results, 198 out of 500 so that she could brag that she did very poorly and yet is still doing very well in her career Um, she says that she took her schoolies a week before the exams i did not know what that meant and i looked it up schoolies is uh or schoolies week is uh like a a a week-long holiday that uh, students often take to celebrate having taken their exams so they would take it normally take it after but she took it before when she should she should have been studying and obviously that's why she scored so poorly um so yeah two points for her five points goes to jimmy he nailed it this when i saw this i realized that i totally blew it on my idea Um. it it is a collection of vinyl records but that he does not own a record player that is perfect. Uh, and then last to present is Danielle, who brought in a prayer candle of herself. I thought this was great, but I was that was also when I was still thinking that my idea would have been great. It's not really pretentious. So Danielle got three points. The next task: protect the popcorn with an impenetrable fort. You cannot move the popcorn or attack Tom. Two, very clear and important rules, Um, I thought I would have tried to block the doors, but on my second watch, I realized that both of the doors that you can see in the shot, there may have been even more doors than that. um, They both open outwards. So putting the bookshelves in front of them would not stop the doors from being operated. And then they could very easily be pushed out of the way from there. So uh, once again, my idea absolutely blew it. So first we see Danielle. She moves the popcorn right away and then also attacks Tom, pins him to the chair with a fishing net. Um, She claims it was an attack. It was like relocating an animal for its safety. Um, She was able to prevent Tom from eating popcorn for two minutes and 38 seconds, but she was disqualified. She gets zero points. Then we see Jimmy. He surrounds the table on two sides with the bookcases and then uh, puts all kinds of junk around and on top of the table, but it is very accessible from the side. And when Tom enters, he just walks right up to it, grabs grabs a kernel of popcorn, and the time ends at 13 whole seconds. So he does get points on the board, but because it's such an awful... displays (laughs) displays <laughs> 13 seconds really um he only gets two points next up we see nina she moves the popcorn out of the the the, the bucket into a couple of different jars um hides those and then puts the bucket into a, a suitcase she does prepare a decoy snack i really liked that idea um but she was kind of messy with her transferring all the popcorn and there's just a, a couple of kernels left on the table. Tom finds one and he eats it in 14 seconds. Because she moved the popcorn, Nina is also out of it. 0 points there. And then we see Luke and Julia who had very similar uh potty ideas. Um Luke drenches his in water claims that it's toilet water and also uh, sits on it as Tom enters the room. No popcorn is eaten. Uh, Julia makes a disgusting cocktail of orange juice, raw egg, spits, and alleges that she touched her butt with her finger and then stirred it in there. She didn't actually do that. Also, Luke didn't actually use toilet water. It's just water from the sink. Um, So... At least that's kind of a relief that they didn't actually go the full distance of disgustingness. Um, None of Julia's popcorn was eaten either. So they both get five points. Um, So huge, huge point disparity in in this task. We have two people with zero, Jimmy with two, and Luke and Julia with five. Very, very funny. Next up, pick up all 26 flowers and deliver them to Tom's vase. Vas vase. you may only advance to the next flower when you correctly guess that flower's password you must deliver all 26 flowers to tom's vase fewest total attempts at guessing the passwords wins first up we see nina and when i saw this i thought oh my god she did awful and yet everybody else was worse so Nina, uh, uh some of the highlights of her passwords were uh Nina is a cool dude. Um, and then she wonders why it's she says, I don't know why this is going so well. Um eventually she gets to around like 20 or so she's she asks, how did I even get here? And Tom says, Look how far you've come. That was one of my favorite exchanges of the entire show so far. It, it's so great. Uh Tom in this task was really funny. Um in th- the contestants were all really funny too. Um and all of my reading of their quotes here do not come anywhere close to recreating how great it was it is to just watch them say these things. Um she finally figures out it's the alphabet and um ends up with a 159 guesses. The 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 audience, myself, everybody is shocked like that's so many guesses. you only need to get 26. Um, nope, Julia, um, she takes 342 guesses, 87 of which were after she re- would realize that it was the alphabet and thought that it would be silly to go through the alphabet from there. If she had done that, she would have shaved off what is that? 61 guesses less than that. My favorite guess of hers was Jesus. And Tom says, I will accept that password. And she replies, have you accepted Jesus, Tom? And then he nod- he nods very enthusiastically. A total of 342 guesses. Uh, seems like she's going to get last place. We ain't seen nothing yet. Um, Luke, he guesses variations of The Matrix 17 times. Um, He had a couple that I don't think really should have counted, um, but they did. Uh, He asks Tom to picture the password in his mind. And then there you go. that's, That's the next password. And he gives it to him somehow um they he also challenges them to rock paper scissors another task within the task um and he gets a an example of a password and he finally gets it with 289 guesses however it is revealed that he dropped two roses he only delivered 24 out of the 26 and so he gets zero points julia's not in last place anymore at the same time we saw jimmy who is losing his mind Um, he eventually figures out the alphabet and goes uh goes through letter by letter he ends up with 323 guesses which is good enough to put him ahead of julia currently in second place now we see Danielle on her own and she starts off great. I love that her, uh, uh, one run of her passwords is Tom Gleason is a mongoose. What a sentence there. Um, eventually Tom lists all of her passwords for her in alphabetical order. Um, she, starts going through the alphabet a couple of times but she stops at j both of those times it's really weird um she's guessing for so long that tom has to start doing some stretches to keep the circulation going is is his uh legs just the montage of all of his different poses so was so great um and then he eventually gives her another hint that the order doesn't matter and she says the order doesn't matter what is this He reads all of her guesses in order, leaving out X and Z, since those were her remaining letters. Um, And in response to that, she doesn't realize that it's the alphabet. She instead says, but I've said other things that are alive. What? (laughs) What does that even mean? Um, So I guess she thought that the, the passwords had to all be living things, animals or people. And then we see... I'm not sure if Tom was actually saying this multiple times or if they were just using multiple angles of the one time that he said it. But the editing of us either way is so funny that you have two more out of 26 to go. Two more out of 26 to go. She finally realizes it is totally cracking up and gets xylophone and zebra Five hundred and three guesses. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. And uh, Tom Gleason asks her, I know it isn't are you OK day, but I feel like I have to ask, are you OK? Then we have team task. Put the draft in the bath without touching grass or the draft or the draft touching grass. Um, That was my... <laughs> Rendition of the rules of that. So the bathtub is out across the lawn um, from the giraffe, which is over by the house. Um, So they can't touch the grass, they can't touch the giraffe, and the giraffe also cannot touch the grass. So um, the fastest time getting the giraffe back to the bathtub uh, wins. Uh, Over at the bathtub, they have like a rack. Uh, a, a, a coat rack, which has uh, a couple of robes on it. The team of two, Danielle and Julia, who I am now calling Dream Team, um, they absolutely nail it. They make shoes out of the robes. When they get over to the draft, they realize, oh, we don't have to use this. We, we can get anything from the house, too. So they go and grab a sheet, wrap up the giraffe, carry it back, um, and then uh, get the giraffe in the bath and do their team dance the, uh, their own special variation of the Macarena uh, they finish it in eight minutes and one second and then we see the improv troupe. the bad improv group is back Tom Gleason says and Nina replies yes and that's really mean um they look like they are having so much fun that they were so bad at the task they they kept touching the grass um their first idea was to load the giraffe up onto the bike i don't know why they didn't use the coat rack it's uh the part where it would be resting on was up way higher than the bicycle um so I don't know, but uh, they eventually end up just carrying it. My my favorite quote during this, uh, I'll just wait for my boys to come back from the giraffe war. Uh, they finally are successful when they grab a pair of oars and uh, use them as kind of like a, a gurney or a, a carrying platform. While, uh Nina stabilizes the giraffe in the middle so it doesn't fall over. Um, It takes them 22 minutes and 42 seconds, almost three times as long as the Dream Team. So uh, the Dream Team gets five points and the Improv Troop gets two points. And that brings us to the live team task. And what they must do is spell Taskmaster using their shadows. They go behind um, like a scrim uh, the backlight, and every 10 seconds, a photo will be taken of whatever position they're in. All members must be part of the letter. This was a frantic mess. It was so much fun to watch. Um, uh, all of the S's from both teams were terrible. Um, but, and I also wondered did the Dream Team do their special dance afterwards? um should they have been penalized for that hmm. maybe they did and it just wasn't shown because it was redundant since we already saw it earlier but i i feel like it would have been fun to see them try to do it so many months later i think everybody was kind of penalized for for, for this task they all did so badly um so they take a closer look at the improv troupe first um, the way I read the letters they made is TASMATSR, T-A-C-I-M-A-E-T-S-R is what it kind of looked like. Um, so I would say there were six legible letters there. The Dream Team kind of spelled TAKMATSR, and then the last letter is complete nonsense. It was just like a blob. Um, so T A L K M A ftc huh um also only 6 letters legible out of the um out of the 8 out of the 10 how many letters are there in taskmaster 10 yeah 10 so i i would say they are tied but tom thought that the dream teams was more amusing the taskmaster rewards the dream team with 2 points each and the Improv Troupe with one point each. Pretty, pretty terrible showing for everybody, but it was very, very fun to watch. And so the winner of this episode is Julia with 17 points, Jimmy with 14, Nina with 12, Danielle with 11, and Luke with nine points. So my favorite part of this episode was all of it, but, um, the, by the end of Danielle's attempts at the, uh, at the roses, I was in tears laughing just like Danielle and Tom. Um, and then watching it a second time, I was laughing just as much. It, it was, I think it is my favorite, favorite Taskmaster task ever. Uh, like I, I want to go back and watch it again right now. That's how much I love it. So there you go. That's episode five of Taskmaster Australia, season one. Let me know what you thought by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or however you listen to your podcasts. And I'll see you next time here on Taskmaster is Wonderful. Bye.